On today's episode of Discologist, we're talking about Damien Gerardo's latest album, In the Shape of a Storm, a simultaneously heartbreaking and uplifting collection of songs that gets to the very heart of what makes Gerardo one of the greatest songwriters of the modern age. Set your feels to all of them, kids. Let's get on with the show. Four, three, two. It was merely a two-word review, just a shit sandwich. I just don't like music, alright? Welcome back, fellow music lovers. You are now tuned into yet another exciting adventure with us here on Discologist. I'm your host, Kevin. As usual, we're so happy to have you back here uh, to talk about an album that we love. Damien Dorado's In the Shape of a Storm. You know, we've got a little bit of history with this artist. We uh, Basically, our first interview was, was Damien. We sort of bum-rushed him at a little club in Washington, D.C. called DC9, um, and... Uh, Remains to this day one of the most profound conversations I've had with a human, uh, and uh, you can hear it. It's going to be in the show notes. Uh, but at any rate, it informed us as to how uh, he worked a little bit and um, and made all his music from that point forward uh, a little sweeter. Uh, he's a master songwriter. He has uh, he he wears his heart on his sleeve, and he has crafted some of the best music to my mind of the. 21st century now and um and he's back but he recorded an album in two hours just to say hey this is where my talent lies so uh it is being remarkably well reviewed uh he's going to do a tour with it that i imagine would just be him and uh one other guy Uh, and it's powerful and it's moving and it's emotional and it will uh it will bring you to your knees but at the same time it will lift you like into the heavens i'm no exaggeration there uh damien dorado is the real deal so um Invited my friend Paul to talk about it, and that's what we're going to do. Before that, I want to get you into this and, and get you introduced to what Damien is doing. If you aren't familiar with him, if you aren't familiar with him, actually go back and listen to the past few albums. Uh, they're amazing. Uh, the Horizon Just Laughed, the Maricopa Trilogy, and all that. But but if you are right now, this is a little bit of what this album is about, and uh, this is a song called South. Tom and I, out on the hillside. Waving airplanes and pulling our wrist No girl of mine is gonna see me cry She'd be better off seeing me dead My 
south of Damien Gerardo's holy shit man 16th no 17th album uh joining us to talk about uh this this person who we are sort of duty bound to talk about is a recent transplant to the uh Pacific Northwest Mr. Paul um you know we didn't again this year do our uh sad bastard playlist podcast thing (laughs) <laughs> I don't think it matters because I think Damien might have made an album for that purpose. Yeah, he kind of did. <laughs> and, you know, it, it really isn't the season for us to be doing it anymore. So we'll have to put it off till next winter, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, the thing with with Damien Gerardo is we've talked about him a lot on this podcast. And, and he's actually uh, one of our first interviews. And he has uh, this sort of power in his voice. And I'm still trying to lock in on it where he just brings out these emotions that you maybe aren't ready to feel. And, and it's because he is doing, he's just, he has become more raw, more potent and, and more like concise in songwriting over, over the years. And one of the things about this new album that I wanted to talk about is, you know, this is after his Maricopa quadrilogy, I guess it was. Um, And after his, obviously sort of a uh, creative split with Richard Swift, who is, who is now gone. They were close friends. He shaped uh, this chapter of his career. That was honestly where we came in at, at Maricopa uh, back in 2012. And, and where I guess this album fits into his catalog. Cause he was doing all his earlier stuff is like lo-fi, right? Mm-hmm. And so he, he has run the gamut of everything you can do and is now back to he recorded this album in two hours. Wow. If you believe that. So he's, he's uprooted from Seattle. He's moved to LA. Um, he's had uh, emotional, um, maybe psychological issues. He's, he's openly spoke about them on stage. In fact, uh, last time I saw him in Washington DC, he said, you know, that he went to the woods to get away and and he really meant it it wasn't just like i'm going quote unquote off the grid like he just went off the fucking grid um and so this is a guy that is is wearing his heart on his sleeve and i think uh maybe to our benefit is uh sharing that with us you think that you think that's about right i think it's right i think it's uh you kind of alluded to a return to some of his earlier stuff mm-hmm. and i i think a lot of the stuff on this album were kind of like bits and pieces and unfinished unpublished work from earlier in his career. And I think he kind of uh, put it all together and, and very emotionally just put it onto, put it onto, uh, onto a recording. It's not a very long album, but man, it packs a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's cause it's, it's very much, um, you know, it, it should be clear. It's not demos, right? So, no, it's not. It's yeah. not demos. It's all you know. It's polished. It's in his you know with his current style level. But I think 
it's a lot of like ideas and half finished concepts and things that he had written previously and decided mm-hmm. to just put them into a finished product and make an album out of it. And they, and it is a, it's a cohesive album. It follows, uh, you know, certain thematic resonances about, you know, love and loss and, uh, you know, analogies about weather systems. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, uh, you know, the theme of the album is, I, I think, um, summed up in, in, in the song anchors that I want to play a little bit of, uh, you know, there's a line in here and says, I don't need another reminding of how it is in our time. I live with a daily reminding that has not changed my mind. And then he goes on to say, I still go on seeing you as mine, just not at the present time. Um, you know, that's obviously a, a failed relationship. Um, uh, I hope nobody sees that as like he's stalking somebody, but, uh, but you know, it's a failed relationship, but it's an, also an admission that like, uh, the love that you have for somebody, you know, maybe you always have that and it's unclear whether or not that's him or not, but that taps into this idea of all these songs uh, that, you know, he said in an interview, we are not meant to be on our own. And I think, you know, after Richard Swift died, uh, he, he really, I mean, obviously, you know, a close friend dies and, and you, you go through it, man. And, and this, I think, is what came out more. You know, the horizon just left was was more stripped down than the stuff with Swift. But this is, like he says up front on the first song, like there's nowhere to hide. Uh, yeah. This is just him, and this is him talking about it. this song uh, is anchors, uh, and uh, I love this song. This is it's fantastic. So let's hear a little bit. I don't need another reminding. daily reminding and it has not changed my mind I still go on seeing you as mine just not at the present you know, it's sparse. Uh, it's just him, his voice, and a guitar. Uh, the power of reverb on this man's voice is, uh, you know, he sounds angelic. I think. I think it is. It is just a powerful, powerful, um, just example of his talent, just laid bare. And uh, you know, sometimes I listen. I get emotional sometimes when I listen to his stuff. You can they can dig up stuff, but this is just. Uh, it drops you on the floor the way like Julian Baker does, uh, yeah. the way Brandy Carlisle's The Joke does. Uh, it, it just is so human and so what I think he's been chasing all these years. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just wild that it's out in 2019. Well, do you think this is what he's been chasing all these years or is it more of, uh, you know, something that he had to do of the moment because uh, because of what happened with, uh, with yeah. Swift and the other things going on in his life where, you know, he'd been exploring these more psychedelic soundscapes for a while. Then he dialed it back a bit last year. And then this is just like him and a guitar. And I think one other guitar on a few songs and 
taking it right down to the core and having it just be his primary instrument and his voice and laying it all on the line. But do you really, do you think it's something that he's going to keep moving in this mode or is this like the palate cleanser and now he's going to go do something different? Yeah, I, I think over the over the course of his career, you know, you have uh, like the early sub pop records, uh, but really starting um, around St. Bartlett, that was his first thing with Richard Swift, uh, getting there where he he stepped out of uh, his comfort zone, as it were, and re- and just revealed a remarkable talent for making, you know, as you refer to like psychedelic music, and um, and and I think you know you can you you can read into like his his leaving of his longtime home in Seattle uh, for Los Angeles of all places uh, as, as sort of a rebirth as sort of, you know, moving forward in life where maybe he was stopped and, and it's just going back to what he is best at and putting it out there and saying, I'm, I'm kind of the best at what I'm best at. If that, if you follow me. Yeah, maybe Um, it's still hard for me to believe that the guy who wrote over rainbows and Rainier moved to LA. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, right, and that I mean, and that, that speaks to um, a lot of the themes of the album of of not being alone. Though you, you know, there you, you, I mean, I guess you can be alone in L.A., but it's pretty hard. Well, <laughs> it's one of those places where you can be very alone, even if there's a lot of people around. That's right. That's right. That's right. But he's, you know, he's 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 um, moving through. I guess the the human experience of like relocation, rebirth. Uh, I guess social uh, activity. If you if you want if you want you know if if you're somebody who who suffers from anxiety or depression or, or you know even worse, um, the idea that that you can like interact in society can often be like horrible and difficult and the worst thing in the world. And that he just picked up um, and was able to make this move uh, speaks volumes and. He could have. I mean, look, he could have made a Dawes record, and it it would have been great. But I mean, he is near that Laurel Canyon sound now. Well, yeah, he he is. But I would argue that he always was. I just think I just think he he's been playing around with all these ideas, and then and this is just a highlight of or or a shining the spotlight on like this is my talent. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring you to your knees uh, with just my voice and my guitar. And uh, and you're gonna like it. Um, his shows, uh, I've only seen him once with the full band, and I've seen him a bunch of times. And, and he doesn't tour the full band anymore. Uh, part of that is is economics, uh, but part of that he doesn't feel like he needs to. Yep. Well, like, you should come out and see him at uh, Pickathon. Yeah, I should come out and see him at Pickathon. Now, you you uh, liked a song earlier on the album uh, called "Newspaper Gown." And yeah. I want to play a little bit of that, and then we're going to come back and talk about it because that's another sort of. There's some the moments on these albums are all just like these are like the great Toronto moments, and um, and this these type of songs are why people fell in love with his music in the first place. But here's here's a little bit of newspaper again. We are placing our bets. They are making the call. We are going all in. Can I win at all? And my wheels, they keep spinning. I am turned upside down. And we'll be the headlines in your newspaper gown.
What if I told you what your friends think is true? At the end of my day, all I want is you. Would it destroy you? Would you not want me around? Am I a new pair of scissors for your newspaper gown? We take our chances and we risked it all. I am willing to let go, but not willing to fall. We can be married tonight. The news will astound. Announcements made. Is it weird that I really want like a Damien Gerardo, uh, Laurie McKenna duets album now? No, no, it's not. It's and and I'm glad you said that. Um, you know, we talk about some of the great songwriters of all time. And I think a song like that certainly establishes him as one of the great songwriters, along with people like McKenna. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just such a concise, vivid story song. Like it conjures up a very clear set of images and hits you in the feels at the same time and does it all in what, two and a half minutes or something like that. It's yeah. Yeah. I mean, who, who, (laughs) What songwriter is doing this, this effectively? I I, I would argue Robert Ellis, maybe. Um, yeah, but, maybe. but Robert Robert's also a little younger, and and I think you know this is just uh, it's it's masterful, and it is. I never know what to expect when Damien puts out an album, and every single time I am like blown away. I don't know where like the I don't know where the limit is for him anymore. Yeah. Because if you can if you can turn out this, granted they were around, whatever you can turn out this in two hours, like this, that's why we like like music, <laughs> yeah. Because people do that, and you're just like, holy fuck! I mean, never mind like Lydia Lovelace's like indestructible machine done in like two weeks, yeah, two, two hours, two hours, yeah. Like the bar has been set, gentlemen. Like you you come with your stuff, you play it, and you make it work, and. I mean, to tell you, like, only people like him, only people like McKenna, I'd say only people like Dylan could actually pull that off. Well, and you got to have such confidence in your craft and your yeah. talent to do that. Like, I think you're right that there's only a certain subset that can do it, but it's also born of experience. Like, absolutely. If you go in and bust something like this out when you don't have any albums under your belt or you only have one or two, it's probably not going to come out that good. But I mean, this is what he does and he knows he can do it and he can, and, you know, if yeah. he felt like it was something that he needed to mull over for a little bit longer, he did some production work on, then he would have done it differently. But he's like, nope, I've got the inspiration. I've got this set of songs. I know how I want to do it. Let's just get it done. Like, that's it's incredible to me that somebody could just sit down yeah. and put out something this tight in yeah, that short and, of time frame. In that short of time frame. And, and uh, like you said, be that confident about it. But, but also, you know, the instinct for any artist I think is to sort of fuss with their stuff uh, to make it perfect. And, and this speaks to, for me at least a lot to the transience of all this art uh, that we talk about and that we love. You know, I, I think this says uh, he's planning on sticking around, you know, because this is such a departure from 
the sound of all his recent albums at least and it's not like it's not like a make or make it or break it career point you know what i mean right he's gonna make he's maybe his next album will be techno maybe his next album will be back to the psychedelia it doesn't matter because the guy's just like i am just going to write these songs and i'm gonna give them to people yeah because that's that's what not just his world but i think the world is all about yeah so i mean it's uh i'll i'll sort of lean towards remarkable i don't know about you but uh it was it was not what i was expecting uh and and as often turns out that time most times everything that i needed yeah no i'm i'm with you on that um i you know, I, I if I'm if I'm thinking about his recent output, I mean, I've got a real soft spot for the horizon. Just laughed, but yeah. I think this is on par, just in a very different way. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, go out and get it. Uh, in the shape of a storm is out now. Uh, I'm not sure if the vinyl's out yet. He's been doing a little delay on those, but uh, maybe it is. Go out and get it. Uh, go see him on tour. He's not coming to Milwaukee. He's coming to you, Paul. He is coming. So, uh, so well, he came. He came uh, last week, and then he's coming back. Pickathon. Excellent, excellent. You can go see him and Phil Cook. There you go. You should get. You should get those guys together. The moon it will hang like a silver ball, passing the sun on his way. Damien Gerardo's At the Shape of a Storm is out now. You can get it everywhere. You can get fine records, streaming, Bandcamp, wherever. Uh, get it. Do it. Pay for good art. Make it a part of your life. Bring it into your heart and your soul. This is uh, easily one of my favorite albums of the year. I've been saying that a lot this year. But when, when the albums are good, man, they are really good. And uh, and it should have been no surprise. But, but I can't wait to see this on tour. I think he's touring it around. And uh, see what comes next. Uh, He's got a long road ahead of him, and uh, it's it's sort of hilarious to think maybe his best work is yet to come. But uh, the work that is here right now, man, uh, we're just lucky to be living in the age of Gerardo. That's it for this episode of Discologist. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard, uh, smash that subscribe button and uh, tell your friends. That's all we do it. We are on every platform imaginable and out there on Twitter at Chunky Glasses on Twitter and Instagram and just backslash Chunky Glasses on Facebook. Uh, because we are a Chunky Glasses production. You can go to ChunkyGlasses.com and see everything we do there. Uh, coming up in the next week or so, we're going to be talking about Bruce Hornsby's Absolute Zero. He's got a new album out. going to be talking about a little band called Drug Dealer and much, much more. And for those of you paying attention, we are moving back to our Friday uh, publication schedule. Just once a week. Just once a week. We're going we're gonna to cool it down a little bit for a while here. And uh, but you know if if we if we get a great interview in the can or, or a whole slew of great albums come out you'll hear from us more so just stay tuned will that work we'll see you soon kids until then go out and listen to some good music because life is too short not to and darn it you deserve it see you soon. <laughs>